chapter number 16. Acts chapter 16, starting in verse 23. When you're there, say amen. All right. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast with stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Verse 26, And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. I want to preach for the next few moments. Midnight jailbreak. Midnight jailbreak. Raise your hands to the Lord, and I'm going to ask the pastor to say a blessing. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for what you've already done this place. And I pray today, God. Lord, have your way, God, tonight. Jesus, Lord, I pray, God, for your anointing tonight, Lord. God, that you would move, Lord Jesus, in this place tonight, God, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord as you're seated in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Most everybody knows this story, how Paul had the, the uh, Macedonian vision of the man, which turned out to be the prison guard calling for help. And then how, when he got there, Lydia was converted and baptized. What started the story, though, was... You had the woman that was possessed with the spirit of divination who was following Paul and the church. And, you know, she was going on and saying things, talking about how they were saying who they was. And basically, he, he cast the demon out of her. Well, after he cast that devil out, her masters were very unhappy that Paul and Silas did that. They beat Paul and Silas. They beat, put stripes upon them and beat them. They threw them in the prison. And then, while they were in prison, chained, bound, they began to praise. They were bound, limiting their movement, limiting what they were able to accomplish, what they were able to do. They probably were unable to even raise their hands. But they knew that praise and prayer was the answer to removing the shackles. They knew that prayer and praise was the answer to release them from their prison. 
Now, I would imagine they didn't know that when they started praising, that it would literally release them from their shackles. But they knew that it would release them from the grip the enemy had, that the enemy would have on them. The enemy is not was not an earthly enemy because the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But it was the release of the enemy of their souls, the devil. If you could just imagine for a moment going out and preaching the word of God and the people that you're preaching to and, and the leaders of the area you're preaching in decide they're going to lock you up in prison. They're going to beat you and lock you up in prison. If you could only imagine for a moment the amount of depression you would probably have, the amount of anxiety that you would probably have. Now, I think a lot of times we allow Satan, and not only Satan, but our own personal struggles to keep us bound in prisons in our own minds. We bind ourselves sometimes, and we come to church. We come to church bound. We come to church and we're bound unable to praise and unable to pray freely. We don't, we don't have the ability sometimes because we bind ourselves to... We can't even pray at our own homes. We can't pray throughout the day. We, we don't praise like we need to. We don't praise like we used to. We don't pray like we used to. We find ourselves bound in chains that sometimes we put on ourselves. Too many times we find ourselves unable to even raise our hands. Unable to praise and pray like we used to. By every definition of the word, we're in a spiritual prison. Bound in prisons of our own mind. So what does it mean to break out? What does it mean to break out? We hear the term all the time, break through and break out. We hear it all the time. What does it mean to break out of jail? The definition of a prison break is very simple. A prison escape, it refers to a bust out or a breakout, jail break or prison break. It is a type of flight. It's the act of escaping Physically, I like that term physically because it, it does require us sometimes to physically praise and physically worship, physically lift our hands to, to the Lord and physically give God glory. The definition of a jailbreak is to forcibly escape from jail. Let's look at that word forcibly. That tells me that breaking out is something you have to mean to do. You have to mean to break out of your prison. If you're in a prison and you can't worship, if you're in a prison in your mind and you're unable to worship, you're unable to praise, and Satan or yourself has you bound, you have to forcibly want to get out. Now, how many knows what a jailbreak is if you're looking at like a cell phone or something like that? Most of us do. 
the modern day jailbreak is to remove the built-in limitations. We limit ourselves. We put built-in limitations on ourselves. The things that are limiting me, that I limit myself with, I'm removing. I find myself sometimes, and I see it all the time in churches, I find myself being weighed down by the things of this world. The things going on in my life weighing me down. I come into church sometimes and I can't raise my hands like I used to. I can't praise like I used to. I can't worship God like I used to. And I don't like it. I don't like it and I'm, I'm ready for a breakout. I'm ready to break out of jail. I think to myself sometimes... I hate to say it, but I, I, I see people so many times in church like this. And it's so sad because I, like this guy right here, I want to praise God. I want to worship God. I want my praise to be something that is, I want it to be forcible. I want to come out of my prison. Come out of my prison. If you look at this story and you compare it to the, the story of Peter when Peter was in prison. If you look at the story right here, verse 25 through 31, verse 25 is the key to this. Since the earthquake, the earthquake itself was not intended to actually deliver Paul, but it was intended to convert the jailer. God knew that Paul would be released the next day. He knew that. Therefore, the earthquake was not merely for Paul and Silas's benefit. The earthquake would have been meaningless had the jailer and the prisoners not heard of Paul's testimony and their prayer and their songs. Their singing brought about divine intervention in the earthquake and all and all would understand its significance. Since the jailer would run to Paul asking how he could be saved. God's purpose of the whole thing was for the jailer. God's purpose in Peter's deliverance. If you look in chapter 12 of Acts, and most of us know that story. If you look at the two, the differences are apparent. The purpose for Peter's imprisonment was to actually execute him. For Paul, the intention was only to threaten him. Paul sleeps, or Peter sleeps while Paul prays and sings. Neither one of them is controlled by their circumstances. In Peter's case, God puts a guard to sleep and delivers Peter by means of a silent angel. The guards are executed. But in Paul's case, God awakens the sleeping jailer with the earthquake. The jailer is saved. And Paul actually chooses to remain in jail. He chooses to remain in jail. Sometimes when we praise and we don't break free or break out of jail, but it's with our praise and it releases the shackles that bind us so we can do the will of God. So we can go out and reach other people. 
Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. He said that in Matthew. No matter how much you love, no matter how much peace you have, no matter how much knowledge you have, no matter how much ability you have to teach somebody, if we're shackled and we're unable to praise and we're unable to, to worship and unable to pray, many times we're unable to give that to other people. We're unable to. Brother Marshall preached, it's a new day. You know, we're coming into 2024. I look at my life and the, the changes that have been made from 2020 until now. I came back into the church in 2021. And since then, God has just done so many things in my life. So many things. But it's like 2023 has been extremely difficult and I don't know am I the only human person here am I the only one that struggles sometimes I, I don't think I am I think we all do 2023 has been tough I haven't been to as many youth rallies I haven't been to as many church services I haven't praised like I used to I haven't worshiped like I used to I haven't had the breakthroughs like I want to have and I said to myself Friday night, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done struggling. I'm done fighting. I'm done with all of this. And when I say I'm done fighting, I mean I'm done, I'm done giving in to the devil. I'm done letting the devil win. I'm saying to myself right now that I am going to praise my way through. I'm going to praise my way through a breakthrough. I'm going to praise my way out of my prison. It doesn't matter what kind of shackles I may have on. It doesn't matter if I can't raise my hands. I'm going to raise them up as high as I can. I'm going to raise them up as high as I can. If my legs are shackled, I'm going to walk as quickly as I can walk. I may not be going very fast, but I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to raise my hands, and I'm going to praise God. I'm going to give Him everything I've got. My everything may be different than your everything. You may be jumping and shouting all over the place, and that's what I want for myself. But if I'm not there because God's teaching me a lesson, maybe God's working something out in my life, and I'm just I'm struggling to get to that point, I'm going to give Him everything I've got. And I know, I know. Know that I know that I know that one day, one day I'm going to have my breakthrough. My breakthrough is going to be so great that I'm going to have everybody looking and thinking, man, I want that guy's breakthrough. I want what that guy's got going on. I want that guy's breakthrough. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. There's been times in 2023 where I've not really questioned my walk with God or my love for God, but I've questioned my ministry. I've questioned, am I really called? And then God told me, you're called. But then I thought to myself, okay, if I'm called, why do I not feel the anointing? Why do I feel like I'm struggling to be anointed? Why do I feel like I'm struggling to preach? I'm struggling to teach. I'm struggling to do this. I'm struggling to do that. I'm struggling every single day. It's like all the things I know to do, I'm doing, but everything that I'm doing 
seems to be going wrong. You know what God told me? Just don't quit. Just don't quit. Because the struggles and the trials and the mess-ups and the things that are going wrong are all teaching points. And I'm telling you right now, God is the best teacher you're ever going to have. If you want to learn something, you give it to God. You want to learn, you give it to God. So I don't know about anybody else here today. I don't know if you feel like you've been in prison and you can't raise your hands like you used to. You can't pray like you used to. You can't worship like you used to. I don't know if you've been feeling the same way. I don't know if Satan's been tying you down. I don't know. Maybe it's not Satan. Maybe it's your own mind. Maybe you've been tying your own self down. Maybe Satan has put a, a bug in your ear because what he does is he says one little thing and and then he lets your mind take control from there. He will look at you or he'll tell you, you're not called. You have nothing. To, you, God don't need you. God can't use you. He'll tell you one little thing and then your mind takes over from there. And once your mind takes over, who knows where your mind's going to take it. Maybe you feel that way. Maybe you feel like you might as well give up. Maybe. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in. Those are four words. I'm going to make that my anthem for this year. I'm not giving up. And I'm not giving in. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in. I'm going to praise my way out of my jail. I'm going to praise my way out of my jail. It's not just a new day. It's midnight. It's midnight and I'm going to praise. It's midnight and I'm breaking out of jail. Let's all stand. Let's all stand and let's just praise God for a moment. Let's just praise Him. Let's clap our hands and worship Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name.